Happy second Sunday of Advent. You know, this season is marked by the joyful preparation of Christ's coming. But if we look at the gospel, St. Mark presents us with the figure of John the Baptist. And so, yeah, imagine, imagine John and what, place yourself at that scene, what he would have looked like, what are the things that he was saying, right? So, from the gospel, we have an image of a person who's been living out in the desert wilderness. He's clothed with camel's hair. You know, camel's hair, imagine, imagine wearing something made of camel's hair. It's no cashmere, you know. Um, and then he had a diet of locusts, right? John also proclaimed a baptism of repentance, right? And of the forgiveness of sins. Yeah, it's not, it may not exactly be what comes to mind when thinking about the joy and hope associated with Advent, right? But if that's the case, maybe we need to rethink our understanding of repentance, right? That word repentance, what does that mean? To turning away from sin and amending one's life, right? To turn away from sin and to turn towards God and His ways, right? Repentance is a positive process. The ultimate goal of repentance is to bring us into a deeper communion with God, both in how we think and how we live. The word repent comes from the word metanoia, which literally means to rethink or change one's mind. So St. John the Baptist urges us to rethink the ways in which we may have said no to God and turned away from Him and instead to say yes to him and turn towards him. So this change, this metanoia, this transformation, yeah, if you think about it, it's something that we can find joy in, right? Because if it's helping us, bringing us closer to God, yeah, there's great joy in that. Uh, Last week, yeah, I gave the metaphor of a helicopter landing, right? And, and it's, it's our job during Advent to, to clear the landing area of all the junk, all the necessary things that might prevent Christ on the helicopter to land. What John is proclaiming, right, repentance asking God for forgiveness. Yeah, this is one of the best ways that we can 
clear the landing area, allow God to, to land into our lives. So to that end, mark your calendars because on December 21st, uh, we're going to have a reconciliation day here on the Barrier Island. So all the parishes, um, we're going to have the opportunity for confession. Yeah, so the exact uh, details, like the times, they'll be, they'll be coming out very soon. So please keep an eye out for that. As disciples, we're called to follow and to imitate Jesus, to imitate how he prayed, how he forgave, how he lived, and how he loved. In order to do these things, yeah, first we must put on the mind of Christ to see things from God's perspective. And when we do that, we'll correctly prioritize our values and our lives and truly live in a Christ-like way. So can I make a suggestion? A good way to pray, right, during this time is to make the sign of the cross on your forehead. And this, this action is something very familiar to us. We just did it a few minutes ago, right before the gospel was proclaimed. So make the, as a prayer, as a spiritual practice, make the sign of the cross on your forehead and pray, Lord, open my mind and help me to think like you. Right? This is a way that we can put on the mind of Christ. Lord, help open my mind and help me to think like you. But don't just stop there, right? Also our hearts. Lord, open my heart and help me to love like you, right? I think we could also do that with our lips, especially uh, for those of us who may be struggling with uh, the sin of gossip, right? Lord, help me to use my lips Right? To speak like you, to speak truth and love. So after going through the process of repentance and living a life in, with, and through Christ, yeah, we have something important to do. And this is to proclaim the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Right? And this, this is the first verse of St. Mark's Gospel, you know, where we get today's Gospel reading from. And Mark's Gospel is, is called the Gospel of Beginnings. And it's because he frequently states that Jesus began to do something. And you could find this all throughout his Gospel. And all these things that Jesus began it's all geared towards like, his mission of salvation you know, for which he came. And although Jesus started these things, these ministries, we notice also how Mark, St. Mark never says that our Lord finished them. He started them, but he never finished. Right? It's, 
Mark's gospel then is not only the story of what Jesus did, but a sort of job description for us as disciples on what we should be doing. We are called to continue Christ's saving work in this world. Proclaim the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ to bring others, right, to come to know, love, and serve him. Dear friends, Jesus is coming, right? That's the promise that he makes to us, right? And we know that he makes good on all his promises. So let's continue to actively prepare the way for him with great joy and hope.